episode 438 of the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast, recording live at the Nerd Corner in White Oak, Pennsylvania. I'm Sean. And I'm Ian. And this is the only podcast that says... Now cracks a noble heart. Good night, sweet princess. And flights of angels sing thee to thy rest. Nice. Yeah. Ahsoka died last night. Yeah, I heard. I saw that. Yeah, so uh, I'm pretty fucked up right now. (laughs) Yeah. Like two cats in like two and a half months. That's a lot. I mean, Ahsoka was 10. Yeah. Tritz was 18. So uh, I'm a little fucked up. Yeah. (laughs) Time for drinks. Yeah. Yeah, I need something stronger than a Red Bull today. Yeah. Should have gone to lose Bruce. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, I will try not to bring the podcast down, but, uh, you know, Ahsoka just told Tritz I said I miss him. And, uh, we are joined today by by Todd Wolfson, independent filmmaker extraordinaire who, uh, was on the show many, many years ago. Long time ago. Long time ago. It is good to have (coughs) you back. At least an ice age ago. Thanks for having me back. It's good to have you back here. The eve of Halloween. Yes. And amazingly, you are promoting the exact same film you were four years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I it, say that jokingly with love. No, man. That's just what it takes, man. Making a, a feature, making your first feature film with no budget. Well, we had a budget, but like compared to most, most I guess like films and even just like independent film films that are out in Pittsburgh, like that, you'll notice if you don't have. A producer or someone who's backing you and you're doing it all yourself DIY which I've been doing since 2014 um, it's a lot of work I've been that's what I, we were talking off um, right yeah the podcast earlier is that basically yeah, when you're when you're doing this all yourself I mean you, you obviously like I have people that help me but financially though yeah <laughs> it, you're it's I'll come mostly out of my pocket and I have a, I have family and friends that help but it's just but it's all passion projects, so for me, it's it's totally worth it that it took four or five years to make my first feature, and I'm super proud of it. It's called Batshit, and it's coming out sometime in the holiday season. Sweet. We just say holidays right. of 2021. Um, but yeah, that's um, I think that's what just kept me going is like even though I was like, there's been many times where I was like, was this thing gonna be done yet? Like you know, I wanted to have clarity and. You know, but at the end of the day, you know, when we get to that, uh, the finish line, whatever you want to call it, you know, when we're done, we have, you know, we're, we're pretty much just waiting right now. We're playing the waiting game. We're waiting yeah. on things to get done. Um, the last few things that need done for the film and then we're ready to go. We're ready to have a screening proper, you know, red carpet screening and all that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited. And, um, you know, this is. A, a random uh, one of my random ideas it wasn't like something that I'd been sitting on that's the funny thing about batshit is that I just the idea just came to me from a few thi- a lot of things inspired this movie but I always take like all of my I'm about to go on a little mini rant here about batshit by all means right <laughs> rant, rant away my friends <laughs> just to warn you guys um, um, so you know basically with batshit it was originally going to be a short film and I had, um, I'll just say the original initial concept is just about a regular guy named Felix who, um, 
he's down on his luck. He's turned to um, drinking, and he's just hates his job. Um, I get a lot of inspiration from the following movies, Evil Dead. We talked about Kevin Smith Clerks. Um, but mostly this would be, like, my love letter to Evil Dead and uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and, like, a lot of other things, Tim Burton, yeah. uh, Beetlejuice, stuff like just I like to take a lot of things that I'm really into and put them in a blender and just hit high, hit the max speed, and be like, let's see what comes out. Holy shit, bad shit. And I, I literally, like, it was supposed to be a short film about this guy just stuck in his own nightmare world for a 24-hour, you know, and turned out that I met certain people um, that pushed me into making turning into a feature film. Um, one of the one of those people was named David Ogradowski, and he actually plays one of the main villains, the Doctor, Doctor Zane. Uh-huh. And um, he, I met him, I saw him at where I actually, I guess I'll back it up a little bit where I really started getting into filmmaking was going to these 48-hour film festivals and I had met uh, my friends uh, Shadow Frame and uh, Matt um, and Jason and they basically just took me in and they were like, oh, well, you want to make a movie? I'm like, hell yeah. So I made my first short film, 8-Bit Bloodbath and from there on going to these festivals kind of opened the floodgates. I just started meeting a lot of you know networking, meet a lot of uh, different you know very talented actors and other directors and people, and uh, Dave O. Um, basically, he was one of the one of the first people that pushed me to say, hey, why don't you make this, let's make this a feature? Like I'll help you, and that's how it happened. And like I said, originally it was just going to be a short film, um, but I'm glad that. I just was like, you know, screw it, let's do this. Yeah. Even though, like I had said, it took me a good, you know, four or five years to get it out, but I'm happy. I'm with, you know, there's going to be things that, as an artist, you're going to be like, especially when you're collaborating with other people, that you're going to be like, well, this is my baby. Like, but I've learned a lot of things from working on such a big project. And when I say big project, I mean, I really mean that. This is like, this was a hundred. We had a hundred actors in in this film. Oh, wow. Like I'm not even exaggerating. Literally, we counted them all. Right. And then working with, it's not even just about like, oh, we have all these people. It's like, but you need the people, and especially not even just the actors, but the background, like all the people that help you make the movie, which sure. could be anyone from the the grip, you know, lighting, you know, uh, sound, sure, everybody, man. Um, so, like, getting that all together, and then we. We're able to. Dave was able to get us a warehouse in Monongahela, PA, um, not too far from uh, Douglas, Tom Savini School, and we we filmed uh, the majority of the, the film is was filmed in this warehouse. But then the other there's a whole other like half of chunks of the movie was filmed all around Pittsburgh. We just said screw it and just kept filming. We'd find other really cool places to film at that fit that in the road of batshit right, right. which is like a anything goes batshit's like he's Felix the main character is in his own nightmare road uh, without saying too much it's just him facing off against all of his inner demons and using what we can from what I knew like locations really um, cool location I'll mention that was one of the last locations we filmed at um, that our uh, cameraman our DP Kevin 
uh, was like, hey, man, uh, there's this place called Imaginarium. It's an escape room in Harmerville. And such a cool place. You guys, everyone should check it out. Um, I never was really, like, I never had gone to any escape rooms, but this is, like, a fantasy road of, like, every room is just so unique. And it fit. Like I said, it, like, there's even, like, this is so crazy because it, there were certain scenes in the movie that went with specifically what the rooms went along with the, the scene in the movie. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, we have to film here. I don't care. I'll do whatever it takes. Right. So, but yeah, so we got that in there. That was one of the last things uh, we did an alternate ending. Um, oops, spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, it's just one of those things like you just keep pushing the bar. You know, you're like, what else can we do to make this as great as we possibly can right. with the money and time and everything that we have? Like, we only had two weeks in that warehouse. Yeah. So right, right. that's kind of like where when we started thinking, okay, there's. it felt like there was something missing. Like there was things um, towards the end that we could have built up, built on, I guess, just, just to make it, make the story come together and make it pop. I don't know what I'm saying. But, yeah, just, just to make it more, you know, something that... Um, all together, you know, ties in with what we're what we're trying to do, and with that shit, it's just a fun. Just trying to make a really fun, um, dark comedy. Um, that's what it really, what it boiled down to is it turned into like a slapstick. Uh, I'll describe it like earlier. I was saying to Sean's like, okay, so I want this originally that shit to be more like Evil Dead, the original, which yeah. was just straight up, you know. You know what you get yourself into from the first shot of the movie, right? Like you, they're driving up to the cabin. You see the, the um, swinging chair, and like you know everything's like really like, okay, something's up here, man. Like this yeah. is already creepy, and I want it to be more like in that vein of just I don't even just say straight up horror, but the tone, the mood, everything, just yeah. the atmosphere to be more, you know, serious. Um, and like there would be comedy in there too, like aspects. So it turned more into Army of Evil Dead Two, Army of Darkness, slapsticky, slapsticky, which is nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. I love that. I love Sam Raimi and Evil Dead. So, long story short, I mean, I'm at the end of the day, I'm still like happy with what it turned into, and c collaborating with another writer too was another thing I had never done. So that was a whole another thing, but getting to this point where we're at now even though there was a lot of things that happened and we hit a lot of rope uh potholes <laughs> and you know like that's gonna happen with anything in life i think and um but we conquered it man we at the end of the day we're still all talking most of us you know and, yeah. and we were all working together we we're excited about getting this movie out there to everyone because um not even trying to like build it up but fuck it, I will. I mean, I 100% believe in this film, and I think it's, honestly, like, for what it's worth, since it is a low-budget film, and if you just kind of put that over there and accept it for what it is, it's one of the most original things that I've ever done uh, so far, anyways. But, sure. So I'm very proud of it, and um, I'd love for it to, like, even get just a little bit of cult you know love yeah. even if it's just locally man I will yeah. be happy as shit with that you know I mean I'm not expecting this to be like clerks or something I'm just saying this is this I expect this to be Todd Wolfson's you know first feature film 
But right. That's it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. And I pretty much, you know, like I said, it's just, it's been a, what was the word you used earlier? Odyssey. Odyssey. It's, that is the word, man. Yeah. Because it's, it's so trippy. Like all the stuff that has happened in the past five years that got me to this point. And now that I'm finally like, and you know, it's getting there. It's like a month away and it's just like getting that closure of just anytime you finish something you start something and you finish it you get that you know it's a huge weight off my shoulders right tons of weight i already have tons of weight on me but getting that other you know what i mean i'm like let's get that other shit off but so yeah i'm really excited and uh this like i said what else can i say about it i mean other than if you enjoy uh dark comedies and stuff like what i already had said evil dead it's got some it's got some david lynch a little bit of david lynch in there um a little bit of everything that i love um beetlejuice i already said that nightmare on elm street i mean there's just it's a fun i think it's a really fun movie where you can't it's it's one of those movies where like if you're watching uh i would say a rocky horror picture show you know, I'm not comparing. I'm not saying this is a Rocky Horror Picture Show, right? But it kind of, in a way, it fits that realm. It yeah. goes in there with that cat because it's it's <laughs> that, not that vibe. That vibe, yeah. It's not that it's a musical. There are there are zombies that sing in this film. Uh, there's talking cherry pies. There's you know <laughs> all kind of crazy shit. But it's that's kind of where I'm getting. As like, I feel like it's a fun. It's a fun movie that where it's like okay, you you go. My whole point of what I'm trying to say is like, and I'll back it up to 20. Was that 2016? Was the first time I had any of my movies premiere play uh, screen at at any film. It was at any film festival. It was a what just any film festival. Sorry, I'm having a drawing a blank here. Brain fart. It was at the Oaks Theater. I think it was the Haunted Oaks Festival. Uh-huh. And yeah, that's it. It was Haunted Oaks Festival. My first, or one of my early uh, short films called Sponge, um, which is a, a tribute to, like, the, the monster, the creature monster movies from the, the 50s and 60s, like right. The Drive-In, and it has a bunch of other tributes, like Aliens, Facehugger, Nightmare on Elm Street, stuff like that. But anyways, so where I'm getting at, what I'm trying to get, what I'm leading up to is that didn't win any awards, but my joy, that what I got out of it was... When that movie was playing, everybody was was entertained. They were all laughing. People were screaming, Sponge! Which is what is said in the narration, yeah. like, over and over. So, of course, they're going to say that. But it's just the the whole, what I'm trying to get is, like, the whole, like, this is what I, what I was set out to do from day one. This is why I'm here. This is what I want to do. I want to create original, fun art that entertains people. You know, whether you want to slap a label on it, say it's horror, you know, uh, horror film or dark comedy, whatever it is, I want to entertain and make sure that people are smiling, laughing, crying, farting, whatever you do. Just let's get something out of you. Come on, you're a stiff corpse. Wake the fuck up. Like, yeah. you know, like it just even if like you, you even if you get your the worst. OK, say, say there's a situation where. There's nobody <laughs> at the at the festival, and it was barely. I've been a couple festivals like that where there was like maybe uh, five or six people, and like it's just like I don't care because like I'm proud and happy to have my movie screening like at a theater. Who 
that was my joy yeah, in yeah. entertaining right. people so like whether <laughs> my whole point of it is like I haven't I've Sponge was probably no Sponge definitely is one of the my only short films that made it all the way overseas to the UK mm-hmm. you know it, I've had it play at New York and, and actually the LA Festival Film Festival I don't even brag about this shit I don't put like the uh, the laurels yeah. all over their shit because a lot of filmmakers there's nothing wrong with that Right. Like, I mean, but my thing is, like, it was a semi-finalist. And I, that was the only time where I was like, okay, I feel that's worthy of bragging rights. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it was like, I, I still can't believe that, that I got that notification for Film Fest or Film Freeway. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I, I guess maybe people did like do like what I do. And maybe there's something there. So, I mean, it's not even about, like... I just want to entertain and make awesome movies that people can be entertained by. I mean, at the end of the day, how many ways can I say it differently? Yeah. <laughs> just no, want to entertain yeah. you fuckers. Yeah, right. <laughs> you <know? laughs> well, That's your ultimate goal. I mean, that, and that's hopefully, you know, that's your passion. Yes. Yeah. That's the word. You got it. Yeah. This is it. I mean. I mean, I think the thing I, I respect is like, you know, it's, it's, like it's been this five-year odyssey for you to get this finally to this point. And I respect that because it would have been easy to just be like two years ago to say, or three three years ago to say like, fuck it. Oh right. And, you know. Oh you know, yeah. It's not. This isn't worth the trouble. But oh. clearly, you you have like, when when it's finally done and you put it on that screen oh. and it's going to be so worth it. Oh e- yes. Even if it's just for you. Yeah. Just because you f- you got to the finish line. Exactly. You know, and that's the key to me. That is, is getting to that finish line. Beating the, you know, get you're on Rainbow Road and you you made the first place. Yeah. Like, even if I made it, just you know, past the finish line. Yeah. And even if I'm fifth, sixth place, whatever. It's just the the fact is that, like you just said, is like I I'm happy to finally put it out there, finish what I started, and like this whole time I've been doing a bunch of other shit, not just like right. kind of like saying oh, that shit. No. So I've been staying busy. I've done. Uh, I started a YouTube series. Um, it's called Horror Avengers, and I mean we only did one season of it, but we're gonna. It's basically we just pick our favorite horror icons and have them fight in our. Well, we don't actually show them fight, but we kind of just shoot the shit about who we think would right. win in a fight, Man. and we have little breakdowns and little other stuff. But it's just a fun variety show, and I was doing that, <laughs> and um, then I did about five or six or seven I don't know so around that ballpark uh, short films over the past like couple years so been staying busy I mean it's just I mean that's the way I look at like if I'm not busy, if I'm not staying busy doing like doing this I go crazy I mean I go batshit crazy I, I need something that that I have an outlet uh, a positive you know creative out, sure. outlet I'll say because um, without that it's just kind of you kind of not, no. It's not that I feel lost in the world. It's just that it helps. It's like therapy. Yeah, <laughs> Does that right. make sense? Yeah. Like I, I don't have because, you know, it's like I don't, never was like okay. I'm into whatever else. You know, I didn't have any like other any other thing like a sport. I'm not into sports. Like whatever. You know, I this is what I clinged on to. I found writing, and I've always loved film. And I also just put out. I might as well just plug everything right now. Uh, my first comic book, which I'm really fucking proud of too, 
that took that was one of the longest things. Batshit, you think five years? No, nah, dude. I don't think so. My comic book, I came up with the idea for this. It's called Demon Prose, like writing style prose. And this is like Hellboy meets Evil Dead. Oh, Evil Dead again. But, you know, it's like got some Kevin Smith in there. Mm -hmm. It reminds me like Dogma a little bit I threw in there. But anyways, it's a comic book that an idea I had. Uh I was writing a novel for back when I was 16. Right. And this is when I was like trying to really write. Yeah. Like I was like, I thought I was going to write. I still want to write, you know, put out a novel one day. Right. It's still a possibility. Of course. It's just... I turned different, I went different paths. I was like, hmm, I'm seeing, like, I remember I bought, I wasn't, like, a hardcore, like, comic book collector nerd, but I loved going to comic, uh, any comic book stores and just walking around. Things that I'm into, which was more like the, uh, I found, I later years I got into obscure stuff, like, I know you guys probably heard of Evil Ed, like, Evil Ed, dude, yeah. oh my god, that's badass. I'm like, how is that no why doesn't anyone talk about this? Like I found out about that like only a couple years ago. Yeah. So that just shows like but I would go to these comic book stores like when I was, you know, sixteen, high school. Like I was like, Oh, what can I find that I'm in you know, I didn't know anything about I'm not like hardcore into the Marvel universe or D C. I just know what I like. And like I saw the Deadpool comics, grabbed those. If I saw like some X Men, I grabbed those. Whatever I was into at the time. And then I mean I still am now, but the point I'm getting at is, like, I was, I don't know, maybe, like, 10, yeah, no, longer, 15 years ago or whatever, I was trying to find an artist that that would fit my style, that I could, that was reliable, fit my style, I could mesh with. It never happened. I, it just never, people just are, it's usually, I notice, like, if you, see, I don't draw, I don't, I'm not the, the artist that way, I don't illustrate. I can only write, say, people are like, oh, you can do it. You can draw. Learn how to draw. I'm like, dude, come on. You got to be passionate about it. First off, I know that I'm not good at it. So, therefore, I'm not going to. I just was like, I like to write. This is what I do. Yeah. Let me. Let me well, <laughs> that's why it took me like 20 years in the making. Because I, it's the, okay, so the artist that made my logo for, for, just buried entertainment and did my zombisha i gotta find that and show that to you but um i'll show you later but she did a bunch of my stuff and i kept over the years throwing it at her i was just like subtly i'd be like hey you ever thought about working on on a comic book together you know collabing on something like that and she'd be like well i don't know i'm just it's i think she just wasn't i'll say confident but she always had the confidence i think it's just that she wasn't sure if that's what she wanted to do at the time and then it just took me just kept nagging the shit out of her bothering like look dude i love your style like we if we collab it'd be like voltron like you know what i'm saying yeah. like we we would kick all kind of ass so that's what happened her name's day sorry if i butcher her name day korea she's from mexico so um yeah she's an amazing artist i love her work i'll show you some more of her work this is a different artist I will plug this. We're looking at the batshit, um, one of the batshit variant posters, and the artwork and anim- the artwork and and the animation that will be in batshit is what we're looking at. And the artist is Nicholas Caesar, so I just wanted to throw that out there okay. too. But yeah, um, backing up to the the comic book, I'm the reason I bring that up is because that was like legit a 20 year process of trying to not the whole 20 years, but like. Most of that time, trying to find the artist. This is just that gestating in your brain for 
20 years till you find the right person Man, to do it with. I was going to make it a, a novel. Then it turned in. Then I was like, oh, I'll try to make it a comic book. Uh, uh, you know, I want to eventually make it a graphic novel series. Right. But, I mean, you know, back then you're not. I didn't know I was ever going to get into filmmaking. Like, I, I know that sounds like a lot of people say whatever. But I, I always looked at it like with filmmaking, I always loved cinema like always had a love for cinema but I never was like in that mindset of even back like out even when high school when I got out of high school I wasn't even like I'm gonna go to film school I wasn't in that mindset because I didn't think it was possible like back then you know I didn't have I still don't have the money to go to film school right (laughs) so like there was that that was probably like the number one thing you know my dad kept saying like do you want a car or do you want to go to film school and I'm like how are you going to get to film school <laughs> you know? yeah, or just like not even just that but like that was just like an example like of things like that I think that that's why I never I don't know I, I kind of was lost with for a while for many years I was definitely wasn't sure where I was going what I was doing with my life as far as like what I wanted to do as an artist anyways um, and I always knew that I was, I loved writing. I started writing, like I said, um, in high school with just little silly uh, song lyric poems, we'll call them. And they morphed into short stories. And then kind of the comic book-like thing, like kind of opened my, you know, the whole realm for me. Because it just like, I was like, wow, man, I really, I really want to do this. And like, I mean, I really wanted to like put out my own comic book and like because I knew I could write and I knew that I had all these crazy ideas um it's just trying to find in someone else that is on the same page that is reliable passionate and you know like really wants to do it most of most of the time like they would just what happens and I'm not blaming anybody they're they're putting your shit on the shelf because their shit is up here because obviously it makes sense I mean if I'm I, I get it, you know, like you want to put your stuff out there first. And, well, I never, I didn't want it to be like that. So that's why it took me this long, that long just to find an artist that was, we just, uh, you know, meshed, you know, and. Meshed well with you. Yeah. So, I mean, like that's, you know, I'm sure I'm leaving a lot of other things out, but, um, but basically yeah, around 20, just to like skip a ahead like in around 24 late 2014 i met the film crew who i still work with to this day even though like we kind of branched off a little but not really we still always work together um it's just like one of those things where like you want to you want to keep going you want to and you also want to you want to work with new people and see who's out there and i also but i always you know still work with shadow frame shout out Shadow Frame <laughs> since 2014, like, and we're actually working on uh, finishing a short film right now. So that's <laughs> crazy. Uh, I'm doing <laughs> now. I'll get on. Okay. Well, before I, I move along. Okay. So before I go to that, I was just say for the comic book since I was I went on a rant about that. You can find Demon Pros Volume One on the um, Just Buried Entertainment Facebook. We have a big cartel website there's a link in the on the facebook page 
if you guys are interested, um, anyone out there. So just Barry, just to clarify, that's your production company. Yes. That's where yeah. your, all of your materials that's my main, just main take hope. from. So if people are yeah. interested in any of this, just Barry Entertainment is where they really find it all. So I It's funny because like with the name, I changed it like it was originally Productions and about two years ago or a year, I forget how long it's been about that I, ch- I decided to make it entertainment because it fit like once I put out the comic I was like it's like it just <laughs> I guess it's from like WWE too I got the idea I was like well it is entertainment you know and I, I just you, felt like you're not well, you don't want to pigeon yourself yeah yourself. exactly you get branch off into whatever else you want podcasting whatever exactly yeah that was another thing that we uh, we tried I, I tried doing a podcast so <laughs> I'm right now saying like you guys roll, you guys rock. But like I podcast, I mean I'm not. My thing was like I, we started doing the podcast for Horror Avengers, which it just became the YouTube show, which is a lot of work too. Um, But like any of these things, like it's just I think like with podcasts and the YouTube shows, it's like you have to constantly always put out content and have to do something. Like I mean and. I understand that's the way it works, but like, I, it's like I need a breather, you know. Right. I'm like I was like I'm tr- putting too much on my plate, but I've already been known to do that, so it was just like I was getting burned out. I was like, okay, something's got to give. Like, so we didn't do the podcast, but it did turn into the YouTube show, and then we got burned out. And then I was like, let's take a break from doing the YouTube show, and then my crazy self decided to do another YouTube show. Which I'm just starting. I'm just putting out this Halloween. We're dropping the first episode. It's just, uh, it's called On the Prowl. It's basically a show where I just go explore all the cool places that are, I guess, spooky or just have a cool horror theme to it. Yeah. yeah. In that okay. way, it's just gonna it's gonna be like a very simple show where I just interview the the, the business owner. I basically just want to get get out there and help these other smaller businesses grow and just basically become you know getting into that road of can I become a better spokesperson <laughs> can I talk to people and interview them effectively you know right, <laughs> like yeah that's kind of where I'm and it helps with filmmaking too right because I'm going out that's another thing I'm going out there pretty much by myself I don't go out with the crew pretty much all the time and the first episode is actually um, Monster Mart which is a a really cool uh, tattoo shop slash, um, you guys would love it. It's a horror collectible mm. store. Okay, the yeah. first floor is all horror movie stuff. Yeah. Mask, horror uh, figures, action figures, everything. And then if you want to get a tattoo, you can. <laughs> but uh, Where is this at? This is in, located in Oakmont. So, like, right yeah. on that main Allegheny River Boulevard. Yeah. It's all the way, like... We just went there today. You guys were just... <laughs> yeah. Everybody, like, I know is, like, was talking about it. And, uh... I, you went there today, right? No, I was there yesterday. Yesterday? Literally. Yeah, I had to, uh... I wanted to get his, uh, Halloween storefront, uh, which I didn't... I Well, I got everything I, I needed, uh, last month. But then I... I when I saw him, uh, people, other people posting about it, I was like, I have to check this out. It's the Halloween three uh, display of you know the classic, the kids sitting in front of the TV. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, but for anyone who doesn't know, but it it's really cool. If you go on the Monster Mart 
web uh, Facebook page. You'll see. I'm sure he has a post of it. And yeah, because she read a post from you. <laughs> yeah. Right. 15 minutes after we left yeah. Oakmont. Yeah. And she's like, why the fuck didn't we go here? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know? I'm like, why didn't we go here? This is. I know. We were here because we went to that, uh, there's an antique, uh, I went to an estate sale in Oakmont. And then we, then there's we, a shocker. Ian went to an estate sale. Yeah. <laughs> well, they had like human skulls there, supposedly. Water was wet. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Like, real. Yeah. Like, not fake. I, you know, I've known about these estate sales and I never thought like about checking them out because I always think like flea markets and like you know but like now that you've you're like the second person recently who has said they've gone to one of these and I'm like I have to go well you can find some cool shit just for movies period yeah so we went there and then (laughs) after the estate well we didn't really find anything right then after I found a Peter Parker Spectacular number four though wow for nothing yeah Um, but we went down to um, what is it called and Ian Miller's antique store. It's a huge antique shop. Yeah. I mean, it's huge. I mean, it's three levels. And, uh, <clears throat> but I like to, but this is more, it's not like a flea market. I mean, like, I don't know how to describe it. It's sort of like um, a place called The Hub. Um, yeah. They have like little sections pinned for each person but it's not like a dirt mall it's like very organized very collected everything's you know it's real clean and uh that sounds cool it was actually really cool and so um what i found in there was uh i found another alf oh jeez what yeah i should have brought him yeah but he's like this big it's it's like a stuffed animal yeah the inside like, unlike the one I have at home, he's just a stuffed animal. Yeah. This one, there's a voice box inside. Oh, geez. Like, one of the big... Oh, yeah. So, I got to put batteries in to see if the damn thing works. Oh. But it was it was clean. I yeah. Mean, it looked like it I still had tags on. I had the Pee Wee Herman, the whole <coughs> string yeah, talking yeah. doll. And uh, we were laughing so hard, my, my friend peed himself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> This is like that's it, it, it's that's awesome. That yeah. was that awesome because we just kept like till we probably broke it. Yeah. It's like it's just like it's Pee Wee Herman talking to us. Nice. It's like, but yeah, those kind of places, man. Those are those are awesome. Man. I had a, a Ren and Stimpy. It was Ren. It was like, but it had the pull string. Yeah, and it would be like, Stimpy, you stupid idiot. Stupid idiot. Yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, well, is. I think I still have that like in a box somewhere. I love yeah. those like nostalgic those yeah. things that like that especially when you find them out in the wild like that man yeah that yeah. is so awesome like, he's the king of that shit though like he's constantly finding shit like, all the time I saw uh well you see this all the time half my house what's yeah. the the monster and the chain the uh from the eighties I know I'm, I'm terrible I know this I'm forgetting the monster in the closet monster in, it's not it's the, not monsters in the pot and was it Howie Mandel I think living so. under the bed. Monsters, monster under the bed. Monster under the bed. Maybe. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. No, no, no. That's Little Monsters. No, yeah, no. I no. love Little Monsters. Maurice. Yeah. Helen yeah. Mandel plays Maurice. Yeah, yeah. No, this was like a kids' cartoon animation uh, from the '80s, but I think it might have been live action too. I don't remember. But the point is, like, they have it's a, a little stuffed doll. Very, it, it screams '80s. It's very retro. It has. Yeah. What I mean is, it's like very colorful. It's got like blue. It's like blue and green and all these different colors, and he's like 
in uh, shackles. He's, he's chained up, or whenever the kids, uh, I guess he like summons him or something. Yeah. He comes out and helps them, or they. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember the exact plot of it, but I just remember always seeing the. Uh, if, you know, I'll look it up and I'll send it to you. But like, it's just like it's one of those things you always see it like at a convention, like still CityCon. That's where I saw it. But then you look at the price tag and you're like, really? Is that much? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Man, nostalgia. I'll just I'll just collect that in my my mental. Right. Cave. Well, I like going to these big shops now because they have. Um, um, they start busting all their Halloween stuff out. Oh fuck yeah! And so absolutely. But I, not, it's not just the Halloween stuff that I want. It's the vintage Halloween vintage stuff that I want. Halloween, yeah, just, like the. You hit it like the light up pumpkins, the electric yeah. pumpkins. Yeah. Uh, Beastool, yeah, Bestool, however you say that. I want what I'm looking for now is like. As a kid, I used to have. Um, uh, my mom and your parents. We used to get them at grocery stores or GC Murphy or Hills. The, the decorations you put on the windows or yeah, yeah. you put on the wall and the cutout like correct the, and they the, had one was a skeleton I saw yeah, that original skeleton yeah. today and they wanted like $35 for it but I want the original cat and there's a cat oh yeah about this big and it's yeah. like round and his mm-hmm. head is kind of tilted and he's kind of like lengthwise you yeah. know what I mean yeah that's right it's a black cat and I found it so yeah. I'm looking for that original I almost bought the skeleton but because it's a door hanger. You hang it on your door. It's yeah. long enough to hang on your door. Yeah. But I like that, those 70s and 80s oh, oh, yeah. cardboard. Yeah. Because I think there's something to them. I, I just like that vibe. I, I did buy something. I'll bring it in. They, they, had, they had like the hinges. Like the, yeah. The, 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 the arms yes. could move. Yeah. The, 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 so you legs. can pose it on the door however you want so, it. Yeah, the hinge. They're yeah. hinged. They're yeah. like little um, <laughs> circle washers yeah. almost. So two things. One, I just got one, but it's like a, um, a company, Retro Go-Go, that puts out I think I, new ones. I know. I They're saw. not the original, but they have the old school retro vintage look. Yeah, uh, and they had the mat. I got it at Monster Mart. They, they got the, the it was the Dracula girl one, and I wanted all of them. He sold out of all of them. He only had the Wolfman. I should just snatch that one when I was there. Um, I might just go back and do that, but if it's still there. But all those like retro. I know it's exactly what you're talking about. I had uh, the pumpkin Jack like one. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it's the original. It might have just been one that was like reprinted or remade that they sold out but I sold at a Goodwill and I just snagged that for like three dollars I was like that's mine and right right three dollars good lord that's a lot of money but there's a that original shit is like dude yes we love that shit I love all that man I saw half uh, my house is vintage yeah you know what I mean so yeah the vintage the especially like you're absolutely the vintage Halloween stuff um I anytime I see that anywhere like conventions I snag up something I'm like like I get excited like a little kid I'm like cause they and they, they were kind of like bringing it back in a way like they did uh, on I think it's Creepy has a, a whole beast uh, they call it the Beast Beastle I don't know what it's, I'm butchering that Bestie Beastle I don't know what the company is but they're the ones who put out they sell they're selling all that vintage really? you know revamp of, of right, the vintage right, right. it's not obviously not going to be the original stuff but I mean I forgot that. I'm going to go get it I'll be right back Okay. Go keep going. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, like, all that, like, I'm with him, man. All those, like, the spooky, like, the Halloween or anywhere, I'm like him. I'll just be, like, I'll be hoarding up on it. I'll be like, oh, shit, I want to grab that. Right. Just to, 
like my man cave is like all Halloween. Yeah. It's basically Halloween every day at, right. at Todd's house. <laughs> so like Well it's I, the same way at Ian's house, so Yeah, so that's what I you know, we definitely share that in common because like I you know, so like I have even like for the, my company just buried, I have a a, a tombstone that I take to all the conventions yeah. and it's just the it's part of the company right and all these things that like from being a filmmaker and, and I make horror films I'm gonna have like boxes of, of uh, props full of skeletons you know body parts right. fake blood yeah all kinds of crazy shit so it's all that's what I it's what I love that's what I'm into but yeah that's um this is definitely like our season, the spooky season. Oh, yeah. Season of the witch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, six more days till Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. <laughs> I just keep, I was like, when I first saw the season of the witch, Halloween 3, whatever you want to call it, um, I like hated it. I don't even care. Like, that's just how I felt when I first saw it. But that was like 10 years ago. And I didn't get it back then. I was like, right. well, this isn't. Where's Michael? Where's Michael Myers at? Like, I didn't... I was stubborn. Right. And then I went into it, like, I think about... Yeah, only probably, like, five years ago or something. I revisited because I met Tom Atkins, and I loved Night of the Creeps. That's, like, yeah. my... At the top of my... I love, you know, Decker. Fred Decker, Monster Squad. So I automatically loved that shit. And I was like, dude, I gotta, like... Talking about uh, Season of the Witch... I was like, I need to like, oh hell yeah! Oh yeah, there you go. Oh yeah, this is it. Yeah, this is the, this is the vintage, uh, the witch. Yeah, I, I've seen the cat, the black cats in, yeah. in stores, and I'm like, can I buy that? And they're like, no, that's just our decoration. I'm like, can I buy that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love how it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah they do that. Yeah, like, and then like, that is like killer. I mean, it's just it's a good design. Yeah, I mean, it's just well done for. But yeah, I, I like 1975. I would say like it's great. Yeah, the skeleton one. I would always like mess with the arms. These arms don't move, but the arms. I'd always somehow finagle it so much every year that I ends up breaking one or right. Well, that's the problem happens. with them, right? Yeah. yeah. During and I'm like, fuck, that was my skeleton one. Right. Who yeah. messed up my skeleton one? I like yell at somebody else, and they're like, no, you, you yeah. you're the dumbass who did that. <laughs> <laughs> but like. Just talking about, like, going back, talking about Season of the Witch, because I just want to finish my little mini round on that. I told him I hated that movie when I first watched it. When I first watched it, like 10, whatever, how many years ago. And I was stubborn about the fact that this isn't Halloween, this isn't Michael Myers. Like, just whatever. But then I, like, you know, you get kind of, I mean, I told him I love Tom Atkins and selling a broken record, Night of the Creeps and all that. But I... Rewatched, uh, I, I revisited the film Season of the Witch about five years ago, and I fell in love with it. Like, it's not bad, I, dude. It's awesome. It just I got, <laughs> it just got knocked because it wasn't yeah. Halloween. If you go into it, and I know this is gonna sound cliche, but it's the same way with Child. I won't get all into that, but not the new series. The new series is awesome so far. I love it. Uh, but the reboot that came out, what was that? A couple years ago, yeah. I was not a fan. They changed the story. They Everything about it just was, but what I'm getting at is that if you weren't, if you didn't call it Child's Play and it was called Buddy or, you know, something else, I would be like, okay, that's cool. It's like a, it's like a, what do you want to call it? Technology, like a, a 
AI, uh, when robots go killer, right? Uh, yeah. You know, choppy mall or whatever. But okay, so but Halloween season of the witch, down my rant, is that it's the same thing. It's like if you would have just called it. Everybody always says this. If you just call it season of the witch, and it didn't, it wasn't called Halloween three or whatever. Yeah. Like, my thing is like it's just a good film. Like I think it's like it's a cool concept how the kids are the ones that are you know. It's an evil corporation, and they're right. killing the kids on Halloween. Right. Think about that just alone. That's just an awesome plot. I just thought the whole storyline is actually—it's actually a pretty good storyline. Oh, it's, it's the, the unfortunate thing is—it's what's weird about that is Carpenter never meant the series to be about Michael Myers. Like he's gone on the record it's supposed saying, to be different." I yeah, like he—I yeah. like, did the first two movies as to complete Michael's story. Yeah. And then I was moving on to the next story I wanted to tell under the Halloween banner. I, I like that too. And when it yeah. bombed the way that it did, I had to go yeah. back to Michael Myers. Yeah. So it's like one of those things <laughs> where, like, you wonder, like, what else could he have done under the banner of Halloween? It would have been completely yeah. different stories. What, how much uh, stuff has he written over the years? Yeah, that we haven't even seen. Exactly. Yeah. That. Yeah. Uh, um, like, I mean. The, the Fog, like, it was another one that I revisited, like, not too long ago. Well, probably five years ago. Uh, but I was like, holy shit, why did I not like this movie as much? Like, I do that with a lot of movies, like, that, you know, I'll revisit something I haven't seen in such a long time. And I was watching the Red Letter uh, guys, like, they, they did a whole thing on John Carpenter, like, mm. all of their movies. And I was like, wow, I want to, like, revisit his whole catalog, because, like, John Carpenter's one of my favorite directors, writers, musicians. Well, believe it or not, as far as John Carpenter is the one that really got me into the horror genre, period. Um, My first exposure, some people may know out there already, but my first exposure was at my buddy Doug's house on Betamax. Betamax. Yeah, on the Betamax tapes. It's the original, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, his dad had most of the John Carpenter films. So far. So we, you know, we'd sneak into his dad's room at like seven years old and throw in the tape. Oh, yeah. And we're watching Escape from New York. We're watching... Uh, we're watching Halloween. The Thing. Yeah, and we're, yes, and The Thing. And those were my first exposure to horror film. And, uh, of course, it scared the living daylights of me when I was young, but that's what made me a fan of the genre. So that's why I've always followed horror. Oh, yeah. But me, personally, I think Halloween 3 should have been, uh, see, I really liked it. Now, I don't know about your opinion. We won't talk about the new one, because I know you probably haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. We're not we're not gonna say shit about that. But <laughs> thank you. No, it's fine. <laughs> the internet's already done. Right, enough I'm, not, damage. I'm not gonna spoil anything. But what I'm saying is like, I think that the third part of the Michael Myers series was the one that was released last year. Yeah, yeah, it was I agree. damn close. I, I mean, agree. It was. Yeah, it I, was, I like it a lot. I agree. That should have been the third movie. As far as the like timeline, don't get me started on like on the timeline of. Like Halloween is such a hot mess, as far as the sequel like timeline right. of it. I don't like, but I truly believe I'm that the with third you. movie should have been no right you, there. You're I mean, dead it just on. makes sense. It, it for the story, it makes perfect sense. And even though it's been a good twenty how many years, like, doesn't matter like, who because gives he's been locked up for that. Exactly. Long. So it's like he could still well, escape. The story still yeah. holds true. You right. know what I mean? I thought, and still when they redid it, I yeah. was. Uh, I had low expectations going in, 
mm-hmm. and I came out with like, man, this is bomb. Well, see, because she acted so well, yeah. and she didn't. Like, I was afraid she was gonna do. I was afraid she was gonna pull this Lim- Linda Hamilton crap. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I like yeah. Linda Hamilton, yeah. but sometimes she's overbearing. It becomes almost too much. You're almost like T two, man. Just T two. Chill out a little bit, you know? <laughs> but yeah. Um, but she didn't. I thought, I thought Jamie Lee Curtis pulled it off like beautifully. Yeah. See, I mean, her acting was just on spot. My thing about with like all this, like all the horror, like the community, like like everyone, they want like perfect, like, and I think. It's dude. It's it's a slasher. It, oh, it's, I agree. It's, it's a slasher. It's not you know. It's not to be a masterpiece. It's a slasher, but we want it to come to an end. But when I saw the first trailer for this Halloween Kills, I was hooked immediately because <laughs> I'm a fanboy. Like automatically, yeah. I was like, okay, wait, Lori is just she just pulled out a shotgun. Right, dude. Is that not enough for you, fuckers? Like I was like, okay, she's ready. Think about the character of Laurie Strode, like what she's been through and now she still has to endure and like she's still fighting this monster that like well, we don't too. even fucking know what it is well also psychologically <laughs> for the past what did that do to her psychologically from the end of the second film mm-hmm. to where we pick up on the last year's movie like this is her this was her life change mm. for that long of a period of time and this is what she's become Right, and I think that's very believable. I, to me, right. I think that's very believable. I mean, some people go off the deep end. And right, she went through a. a sh- she was shocked, like she went through. Imagine going through a trauma where <coughs> a serial killer is going after you and killed your best friends, your boyfriend, and like, yeah, she's gonna fucking go through some shit, and it's gonna alter her like forever. But she still has that like badass in her that's like we're gonna end this right now and that's what I like that they went in that direction of if you're gonna say you're gonna you're not gonna end this series but I'm mm-hmm. saying but if you're gonna I guess what I'm trying to say is like alright you got your final girls Nancy Nightmare on Elm Street right they in a way like Dream Warriors they killed her off yeah, yeah. like even though they did another movie with her yeah, yeah. Uh, the new Nightmare but what I'm getting at is like with Lori though I guess what I'm trying to say is that I think what they were at least not having seen the new one yet I, I think that they're trying to end her chapter in, in a way that like they're, you get some uh, some clarity yeah, with, yeah. with her character and you know I think the char- without even you know seeing the new one uh, I think I'm just gather- speculating I think what's going to happen is there's going to be he, well they're not going to stop Myers is always going to come back just like Jason and Freddy come on but like they'll just find a w- another way for him to come back and come after somebody else right that's in the Stroh right. family maybe her daughter I don't know but that's kind of where what I'm thinking where I'm at with it I liked I agree with you I, I mean it would just keep going but yeah, I think yeah. that I think with the way that I the, the thing that I liked about it the new one and, and this one too I'm not going to go into it but mm. when they redid this one with uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis right I, I, I really liked the way it was shot like it just made sense and like there were some really really good shots and, and mm. I think that it just made the movie for me like that shot my favorite shot in the entire movie probably 
is when those two reporters go out to that yard. Oh, yeah. And they're all chained up like that. And he pulled out the mask, and yeah. everybody's yeah. wigging out, yeah. and Michael's just stone-faced. <laughs> Yeah, that was Dude. trippy. And, like, you can almost feel, like, the way it was filmed and the way it was written, like, you can almost feel the tension oh, yeah. without, and the, the main guy, the attention getter, mm-hmm. was stone cold. And I thought that yeah. was, like, incredible. Yeah. yeah. It was just one of those shots, like, zombie, it was, like, one of those shots, com- I compare it to zombie. Not that I don't like, I like Rob Zombie films, I'm not dogging them. I didn't like the Halloween stuff he did, but, um... I mean, he was just too big. But moving past that, I won't get that good on that rabbit hole. But yeah. um, that one, uh, I can't remember. the Was it Devil's Re- I can't remember. It was the one shot where I think it was Bill Mosley in the middle of that yard. I think it was Bill Mosley, and he had that gun. And there was that silence for, like, what was it like? Do you know what I'm talking about? It was like 35 or 45 yeah, seconds before he shot the gun. Yeah. yeah. And no. then it was like in slow. It, dude, yeah. that was one of the best scenes I've ever seen in my life. Because you're, like, on tension. You're, like, on edge the What's entire time. Yeah. Like, and finally it happens. But it was just that scenic, that panoramic. I don't know how to describe yeah. it, but it was great. So that's It's crazy because, like, the d- directors can do any. It shows that uh, a, com- a director that was doing comedies, you know, the Dave Gordon Green. Is that his? Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know if, like, I really don't know his whole cat, like, all of his filmography, but... I've only seen his comedies, like, and I, to to know that okay, these that you can you can make a horror film, you can make a drama, you can do whatever you want, but if you know you have to have that skill set with, you know how you want the audience to see everything through the lens, right, through the right. you know what I mean? Like you you want it to be like okay, <laughs> cinematic, like cinematically, like. Everything is is moving around you, but you want to you want to feel like you're you're really there. Like right, this right. is like you know, this is something, and it's not. There's that certain fine line at that point where it's like this is too silly, this this is too serious. You find that medium, which I think he did with the 2018, like the. Yeah. What would you even? What you said like the in the sequel to the original. And like you know, part two, yeah, yeah, like continuation of it. So like, but keeping it like it's still like, you know, very uh, trying to think of the word, just not even just like serious in tone, but just it's just brutal, man. He's still out there. It's that whole Carpenter you know? vibe. Yes, yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what well, kept me so like, into it. Yeah. There's and there's a lot of shots. I mean, you're gonna know this anyway, but there's a lot of shots that are. Carpenterish, very yeah. carpenterish in the new one. That's, that's so, what I mean. I love they've about kept it. that vein. Yeah. yeah. And I think when that shot style, mm-hmm. the, the right. camera angles, the way the the bit moves, the, the right. look of it, everything. And I think Halloween, maybe even the lighting. I think Halloween Four yeah. had some of that in it. Yeah. Halloween Four wasn't too bad of a film. It was after Halloween Four that it just fucking dropped off the cliff. Because <laughs> um, yeah. I, I I liked Halloween Four to a, like. I'm kind of like on the fence. I gotta yeah, rewatch it. Again. I, I waited so long. I can remember, you know, because I, I mean, Jesus, I saw Halloween one. I was so young, and so then I seen you know, then Halloween two, and you waited so long for that, for <laughs> yeah. that, for that true, the true sequel to uh, third, the third one to come out. Yeah, um, a continuation of that. Right. You know that story, well, and so I was so geeked just to get into the theater to see Halloween four. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, so I did like it, 
Um, I like the intro like a lot for Halloween Four, like the opening, showing all like it's it's Halloween, no, you know, like you yeah. can tell it's it's like a, a official opening Halloween credit, you know, font and all that, like yeah, the yeah. music, all that I get, that got me excited. I, I think I'm biased because I've only watched it like two times, so I want to like go back and just I think that's what I'm gonna do. I mean, it is Halloween. Um, it was October. I mean, I was playing on anyways. I've already, like, went backwards. I watched Season of the Witch and Part 2. I didn't... I'm saving the original Carpenter OG till like, Halloween. Yeah. And then I'm going to see Halloween Kills in theater with my friends on uh, Halloween. Yeah, yeah. But, anyway, so, like, that... <laughs> so... I think you'll like it. Oh, my God. I, I, my thing is, like, I will not say it's Halloween officially until I hear the Halloween theme. Yeah. And I start hearing that, dun, 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 you know, I'm like, dude, it's it now it's officially Halloween. But like, I know, like going back to what you guys are just saying, like, that's what I loved. The That's what I think. I don't know if it's just Halloween fans in general. There's two different. There's probably many types of Halloween fans out there. But the two main ones I've noticed are the ones that are I fucking love the original OG Carpenter Halloween fan uh, film, fan film, the film, the original film. That's just to me like that's it. Like that's in my eyes, that's Halloween. The way it was shot, you know, like everything about it, the music. Yeah. Like it's just the fact that you don't know, like what is this? The shape, you know, what is he? Is he a demon? Is he <laughs> a fucking ghost? What the hell is he? Yeah. Like how is he like? That's what I loved about it, the mystique of, of Michael Myers. And right, the fact right. that he's just stalking baby a, a babysitter on Halloween. Right. And, like, just that simple simplicity of it is what I loved about it. And then there's the other fan, Halloween fan, who's just like you. And, I mean, I, I'm like this. I'm like both of those fans. I'm like, I want to see the continuation of it. I want to see more Michael Myers. But I don't want to see, like, it become saturated, like, watered down. So right, it right. doesn't have its same f- original formula with that. It's like we don't know anything about him. Don't start fucking telling me every little thing about his about his history and about. I don't want to know about that. I just want to know it's a slasher. He's a killer. He's going out. It's cool to know their backstory and to dive into that. I think that's really cool. They did that with Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the Thirteenth and a bunch of slashers. But I think. With Rob Zombie, why I wasn't a huge fan of it, it was because they went too deep into, like, the psychology of it. Like, in his, like... I mean, that's what I that's what I got out of it. But I've only watched it, like, once, so I, I kind of want to go back and watch the first Rob Zombie Halloween and stop being like, oh, I don't want... You know, like, at least, yeah. like, give it another shot because, like I said, I've only seen it, like, once or twice. Um, but I guess what I'm getting at is, like, there's... Diff, like anything else there's going to be different types of of fans to any franchise like with Halloween I just feel like it became this thing where it just kept getting more watered down like and yeah it, it, like when the zombie thing came out it was um I was excited to see it because I, I'm I like some of zombies films not all of them but I mean I, I do like some of them but the thing oh, was, yeah. but yeah. the thing was with, with zombie is like you thought to yourself, well, here's a guy who loves horror and will yeah. respect the franchise. And I think that's Dude. where you always feel like with someone oh, yeah. like that. that. Like, okay, he's going to give it the love that it needs. And I think the first Halloween movie isn't bad. Mm. I think the second 
one that he made is not that good. Well, I think the problem. Okay. I, I, I didn't just, even see the second one. I just one. found that the problem was was when you when you get when you get into Michael Myers, like especially when you. And I hate to compare because I know it was a reboot, but I mean the cool thing about the shape was he was just like a normal dude. Yeah. Right. But he had like supernatural strength. Yeah. I mean yeah. to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, and like could not feel pain. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whether that was a genetic, you know, whatever. I mean, some people can't feel pain. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, like, and he just kept coming. He's just a psychopath. Now, well, with the zombie <laughs> one. I, I think the beauty of it was, like, with Carpenter, like, Carpenter treated Michael Myers like Jaws. Correct. You know, he, yeah. he, he, was, he, was, he, he was a shark. Oh, yeah. You didn't see him very much <laughs> until the end. Right. You know, and with the, like, you only got like the shape or the form, or like him peeking around some bushes, like a creeper. Like it was like you hear the Jaws theme, just like you right. hear the Halloween theme. Exactly. And you know the fucking killer is coming right around yeah. the corner. Right. But that, like, but that was the beauty of it. Is that. like, it, like less was more. Yeah. With, you know what? I'm glad you, you you touched that because like I was, I'm always the guy who wants the blood of gods. I've always considered Jason Voorhees and Freddy Krueger like above Michael, but that's just me. Personally, right, right. that's me personally. I think Michael Myers, Halloween, the OG is like is just as badass. I'm just saying, like Jason Voorhees is like an unstoppable like zombie, like he's just just like just like Myers, but like only Jason is just brutal. He'll just right. fucking throw you out of the, the freaking. But I think that's <laughs> what happened with me on the zombie film is they made Michael Myers into a sex six sex. Into they, a six foot seven. They turned him into Jason. They made him like Jason. Yeah. And I and I felt that it was just like you that's wanted, not Michael Myers. I mean, exactly. Like, See, like that's what he just touched on. I want Michael to be more like how he was in the first one, where it's like he just creeps out. He comes out of nowhere, creeps up on you, and then just like it's not wasn't even about like like I was watching one of the um, I don't know what review review I was watching whatever. Um, they were talking about how it might have just been the red letter guys. We're talking about how Michael doesn't in the first one. There's barely any any blood splatter guts. You know, there's no there's really no brutality other just than the knife on the bread. Uh, boy. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, that's style. That's that's yeah. style though. He but just that, was like, hey, I'm just gonna yeah. make sure that's. But nice. that but that's the girl in the water getting yanked around. It make know? me appreciate like you know that 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 it, style for it, it's yeah, it, it's hiding. Mm-hmm. In plain sight, in a way, and yeah, I think that was the brilliance of Carpenter. I mean, Spielberg mm-hmm. did it out of necessity because the shark didn't work, <laughs> so he had to like yeah. work his way around it, and he did it brilliantly. Yeah. But I think that creates this this thing of like when you Built do finally up. see the shark, when oh, you do finally yeah. see Michael for what he is, and mm-hmm. the whole the whole thing, you're like, I'll compare it to uh, Aliens, like Alien yeah. and Aliens. That same, I that's what I always felt was missing in horror films. Not I don't. Not jump scare, jump scares. No, it's about building the suspense, right, building right. up, getting it ready. Everybody's like talking about. It. Everybody's denying it. They're like, "No, you're just crazy. There's no monster." And then the monster's really there in front of you. Right. And like, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna, you just gonna like, be a bitch? Or are you gonna? Well, step it's sort of like you know, you're gonna do something about it. Back That's how sh- I feel about. Back it. to the shape though, too. It's like there's something there that you just that you just don't know. He, right. I mean, and, and it's like it's something psychologically as well. I mean, when yeah. you, I mean, if you've noticed, I'm sure you have. In, in in Halloween movies, you know, he does a slashing, he'll kill him, and all of a sudden you'll see a 
Yeah, yeah. That's the classic headset. But I mean, like, I mean, but that's the thing. It's like, what the? Yeah. What's he thinking about? You know what I mean? But it's never told. Right. You know, and and I and I like that. I I like that mystery behind that. That's what I. The whole story. It's just like with any any (laughs) iconic um, horror film, and if you want to talk slasher, with Nightmare, Freddy Krueger has his own backstory. Jason Voorhees has his own backstory. It's the backstory. Like Michael has a great backstory as well. He escaped a mental asylum. His the doctor knows all about Michael. Knows that he's evil. He just says he's right. an evil. What I can't like quote it now, but you know he's he's just evil. He's straight evil. And like that's what got me so like it's that mystique built around Michael Myers that was different than than Jason and uh, Freddy Krueger. So if we're just talking Halloween. Like, that's what stands out to me, is that he's just, he's a psychopath, he's a killer, you know, he just grabbed a butcher blade, he's in your kitchen. Right, right. You know, like, what the hell's going on? They released a book, um, I read it when I was like 13, um, it was a Halloween book. Right. The book. Yeah. And mm-hmm. in the prologue, it kind of gets into the history of the kid, a little bit. On yeah. his uncle's farm in Illinois, and right? Pig's head and stuff, like yeah. blood and killing and stuff like that. Kind of gets into that a little bit. See, that aspect is really cool. What you but just I'm, said, but I'm I glad like they didn't show it in the movie. I'm glad uh, it was actually in the book. I didn't. Okay. I well, my thing is like I, I need to. I want to revisit the zombie, the first one, because I think I just went into it just to thinking too much about the original one and about not even just the original, but what I have built in my head as what Michael Myers should be and then I watched this one and I'm thinking like why are they going into like so deep into like how he became Michael Myers he's I mean I get it but I don't like because I, I all I care about is the aftermath of him going around killing because <laughs> that's where I'm at with it I'm like that's the sicko I am I just want to see him go out right. and kill 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 but I mean like it is interesting though because, like I said, I'm all about backstories, and like I love how they dig deeper in the backstories of, of Freddy and Jason and whoever else. Well, I have to say, for a Halloween movie, these new ones, the the kill score is pretty high, which That's I awesome. like. Yes. Um, <laughs> I do. I, I think that, it, that it's pretty high. I think another reason why I didn't like the uh, um, um, Halloween, I'm pretty sure it's her. I, I got tired of seeing what's her name film <laughs> his wife oh oh yeah, yeah. i was oh, sick yeah. of her she's in yeah. all of his films you're talking I, about uh sherry yeah 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 sherry's on i was just like i mean like I, it's cool to see her in a couple films but man, I, every yeah. single film that zombie well, did he fucking threw her in every single one it's like helen bottom carter is in every single esp i literally just was gonna say that like, I love Helena Bonham Carter, but, like, come on, dude. He did that with Johnny Depp. Like, it was, like, a ter- there was an era where it was, like, okay, this is these are really good movies with Johnny Depp and Tim Burton working together. And then it just went too far. It was, like, right. okay, we're, we're done. I think you need to, like, either work with somebody else or, I mean, you know. It, I mean, it's great when you know. find that person you, you collaborate with. Yeah. We want a Sweeney Todd sequel and uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Edward Scissorhands sequel, and yeah. you know, huh. like, I but, want my Batman, Michael Keaton. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know? You're getting him soon. What? Is that official? 
Oh, yeah. I didn't... Wow, I'm behind on the times. What, what was this? Just recently announced, or... Uh, you know, they're making a Flash movie. Oh, yeah, duh. And Keaton okay. is coming back as yeah. Batman. Okay, yeah, I did hear about that. In fact, I, I, I was thinking of a feature like... No, a, well, no, I mean, it, this is... I mean, That's cool, too. This is I, probably as close as you're going to get. Hey, I'll take it. Um, unless they, <laughs> they do a, a Batman Beyond where everybody wants Keaton to play I would, Old Man Bruce Wayne. I would be all about that, too. Like, yeah. that's actually what was in my... I had speculated that, like, years ago. Was, yeah. At least, or in comic book form. Like, that would be cool to see, like, like it done where it was, like, you know, all about Batman when he's older and then have Michael Keaton, repri- you know, reprise the role as, you know, the older Batman. But also, well, you know. I mean, the, the two things everybody's always wanted is either Keaton to come back as Batman and mm-hmm. do The Dark Knight Returns. Okay. Or to have him come back as, like, old man Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And... Batman Beyond. Realistically, I could see the the latter, um, but I don't. I guess you could also see him in the the new these new ones. You know, um, that what's the uh, one with the 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 new like the the current uh, Batman movie that's coming out with uh, the guy from Twilight. Patterson. The Patterson. Batman. Yeah, is this called the Batman? Yeah, it's called the Batman. That trailer is pretty sick. I'm not gonna like. I don't know. Like what it's gonna be like, I but the trailer looked pretty cool. I'm the, not. I, he's the Batman. Actually. Yeah, new, Batman. new new trailer was supposed to drop today, <laughs> at some point. Yeah. I know. I mean, they released uh, <coughs> like a uh, a sizzle reel. I'm yeah. gonna call it for um, the Flash. Yeah. Which included, you know, it, he's in the Bat Cave. There, there, there is a, a visual of yeah. The Keaton bad ears. I think I remember uh, <laughs> um, reading about that like a month or two ago yeah. or something. And then um, I know they also released a first look at Black Adam. I have to I have to say, which I can't wait to see. Did. Yeah, but Black I haven't watched Adam. it yet. And then they were supposed to release today. They they they, they made yeah Thursday. They announced they were releasing a new trailer for since, the Batman. Since we're talking Batman, real quick, I'll say um, like I'm not like a hardcore Batman nerd. I do love Batman, but. Did you see the fan film Batman versus Predator versus Alien? Yeah, God, he probably did. I dude, know. it's so good for like, and it's like such the, a those low guys. Budget. At, those guys at Bat Under the Sun do an amazing job. Oh my God, those guys are awesome, man! Like, first off, the Joker was like perfect. Like, yeah. whoever they got, whoever that actor was playing Joker, <laughs> he deserves to be like to play the Joker again some, at some point. Because yeah. like, I think he like really like hit. It. I mean, as far as like the Joker that I see from like a mixture of Mark Hamill and the comic book and uh, the animated series from the yeah. 90s and a couple other things but like it's just like you know you had the joke I mean nothing against like the new the last Joker uh, the guy who passed away he pleasure he I thought he was yeah dude I thought he was brilliant as Joker and his own he really took it off he went another way like a more batshit even more batshit crazier than than Joker is, but like, just this guy, the actor, going back to that Batman, that fan film, everyone should check out Batman versus Predator versus Alien for the budget and for what it was like fifteen minutes, I think. Yeah. Like they did so much in fifteen minutes, like and just like it was just so I don't know, I mean, like I just love it so much. I'm just like, it's just such a cool, interesting. They, they, they also did one Batman versus Darth Vader. I've. I haven't seen that, but I heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> That's legit. That's legit. <laughs> oh my god! It's nuts. <laughs> that sounds like ins- insanity. I gotta yeah. see. I gotta Speaking check that out. Speaking of Mark Hamill, he just did, he did a uh, 
an appearance in uh, what we do. What we in do in the shadows. shadows. Yeah, dude. I heard. Yeah, I'm a fan. It was good. Dude. I I was like really okay. You watch that. What we do in the shadows. Oh man, Here's the I thing. love it. I, I will say this. Okay, I've tried to get my other <laughs> friends into the show, and they're like, they're like me when I first watched it. The first move, the movie. That's great. I I, I already well, like I knew about I knew about this stuff. I figure, I I look at it like I'm watching The Office, but it's but what I love the most about it is it's that horror uh, theme that you have yeah. all these different. You could have a, a, a warlock, a, a demon, a ghost, a bat, a witch, whatever, and like all this like just these characters are so stupid, but they're also like interesting. Like the energy vampire. Um, Colin Robinson or and just like I don't know it's just like the show just like I said if I had not saw the movie and I just was watching the show I don't know how much I'd be into it because I had like a little you know blueprint in front of me to get primer primer starter so like I I, I already love The Office with you know the um, I didn't really watch the UK the original ones that much but the one with Michael yeah, uh, in the first couple seasons of The Office, and and Dwight, that's what kind of like hooked me in completely. I was like, I get it now. I get you. Yeah. I get what you guys are doing now. <laughs> so I, I, it, I, me too. I'm hooked now. I'm like, so like we're. I'm actually going to be on my other friend's podcast specifically devoted to talking about that show. Uh, what oh, we okay. do in the shadows. Yeah, that's the episode that I'm going to be on, and I'm like, yes. So I have to like, I have to go back and rewatch the first two seasons. I watched, uh, I mean, the this new season that's out, I'm like maybe two episodes only behind. So I'm just like, I don't know. It, it's one of those, just if you're into <laughs> horror films and like that dark, you know, humor and just you like The Office, I think. It's that style of writing. I'm not plugging it. I'm like just it. saying yeah. if you like that stuff, check it out. Because the style of writing is just, <laughs> it's good. Yeah. It's, it's just offbeat. It's different. It, it is. Colin it's Robinson. funny. When, when, mean, he, like, when he's when he's doing his uh, energy vampire thing, yeah. <laughs> it's just genius. Yeah. I'm just like, Laszlo, like all the my favorite episode. I know a lot of people say, but is the one where, um, uh, what's his name? The other <coughs> Laszlo, but the other main vampire. He goes off and oh, what's his name? It was the Mark Hamill episode. Is whenever he goes, uh, basically, because um, rogue and gets into he goes rogue. Out. Yeah. He he uh, basically he works. He becomes a bartender at this local town, <laughs> yeah. and he, his name is Jackie uh, Horn Tree or it. Treehorn. Or it's a weird name, like Jack Jackie Treehorn. I'm butchering it, but he uh, basically befriends like a volleyball, uh, a woman's volleyball team. Like he becomes the coach. For the team, it's and good. it's just so. I know it just sounds like biz- yeah. bizarre, but it just works for that character. He like totally like lifts. He he takes them to like the, what the tour the uh, the finals. Like, yeah, but the whole it, show works. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's it just like, like it just works. It's yeah. so ridiculous, well, but it works. But it's fucking it works. It, yeah. it, Every single it, episode, it does. Like, I left out. Holy they, fuck. They, not to say too much on it, because I'll be talking like an hour or two about it in a couple weeks. But it, they, I love how they have the the um, oh Christ, the guy who the vampire. Spoiler alert! If anybody watches it, is, is gonna, hasn't seen it yet. But I'll just say that there's a character that's like Van Helsing. Yeah. On the show. Yeah. And that's all I'll say. Yeah. And he's very close to the the family. <laughs> <laughs> so I I just love that. 
those little things. You never things. watched that, did you? No, I, it's one of those ones I want to... So I, I didn't ruin anything for you. After this season, I'll pick it up and I'll watch it all on give it a Give it a chance. Yeah. Give it a chance. Watch the movie first if you haven't. That's yes, said, yeah. yes. Because right, yeah. that's how I... I, I feel like without seeing the first movie, I wouldn't get it, and I would turn it off. Yeah, because you're just kind of yeah. like, um, yeah, just watch the movie first, and then watch start watching the series, because I think right. the series is really good. Yeah. It's I definitely concur. something, I don't know, it's something different. I've been looking for something different since COVID happened. I've been struggling. I've been watching everything under the sun. Yeah. From Squid Game to Sweet Home. Oh. To, uh, <laughs> Sweet Home is good, dude. What's Sweet Home? That's a new one. It's Netflix, I think. Pretty sure it's Korean. Okay. Um, it's horror based. It's all horror. You've said enough. I love Watch it. I mean, I, it's it's completely worth it. But you have to dedicate yourself to it because it's like yeah. you're watching subtitles. That my um, thing is, oh yeah, dude. I I that could be a whole other night that we could be talking about Korean horror and Asian horror in, in general. But but Sweet Home dude, is. Uh, I'm gonna check that it? out. See, this guy's seen it. He you knows. Know what's up? So. Sweet Home is think about the Rick and Morty episode of the Cronenbergs. Oh fuck yes! Okay. It is just amazing from how every creature is so unique. Yeah, it's amazing. To yeah, how the plot just develops. I can't wait for season two. Yeah, right. See, I I know exactly. So good, right? Yeah, yeah. I know what and, you're saying, man. And, that... and you have to watch it in subtitles. Like mm-hmm. on that one, you do. Right. Like Squid Game. You had the you had the option of watching it in English dub. Mm-hmm. I suggest watching it in have Korean. You, have you guys? I think you miss a lot of things. Have you guys seen like anything like Machine Girl or um, uh, Tokyo Gore Police? No, no. Not. Yeah, check out. It's the same director. He I don't can't say his name. I, you just look it up. Machine Girl is basically their um, think of uh, Cherry from uh, we were talking about Rodriguez earlier. Uh, Planet Terror, uh-huh. but she has a machine gun on her on her arm, yeah, yeah. and they killed her family. And she's fighting all these sub mutated like monsters and things. Like, and Tokyo Gore Police is even crazier. I mean, it's fucking batshit crazy. It's just like cre- monsters, like mutated zombie, like creature thing. I don't even know. Like you just said, like it's I like mean, sweet, huh? I'm, I'm a yeah. huge. If you like that stuff. I'm a huge Cronenberg fan too, so I could go that way too. But with the Japanese Tokyo, like all that stuff, man, I'll send you a list. At the end of a movie, same director he did, Robo Geisha. Then there's like it's yeah, you know, literally what I said, Robo Geisha. Yeah. And then there's Dead Sushi about killer sushi. So okay. like I fell in love with that director and a lot of those like crazy uh, <laughs> Japanese directors, man. They're just like fucking nuts, but I love it. It's just like so bizarre. Oh man, man, you got me. You opened up a f- uh, Sweet Home is definitely. I'm checking out been, Sweet Home. You guys, I've been pimping that to yeah. everybody since I saw. Check, it. check like, out. I'm checking out Sweet Home, and I gotta check out the Squid Show eventually. I'll get there. But yeah, you guys, you guys know Battle Royale. I mean, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. we all know Battle Royale. I when when I people were I have not seen anything about Squid Show yet. I know nothing, but when I saw just a little trailer, like a teaser trailer. And my friend was describing it. I was thinking of Battle Royale as far as like they're, I guess they're forced to play a game. Mm. Only, only obviously Battle Royales, they have to kill each other off. But you know what I mean? I got that like vibe of like, oh, this sounds, this sounds fun. It's like they <laughs> to survive. It's you know? very interesting in the, in the plot line and the storyline. 
is really good mm -hmm. and the end has a good twist that's all I can say like it's like and it's a thinking twist yeah it, like it makes you think and you're wondering yeah wow that's what I love about those but like, sweet hell man I cannot wait for season two oh, I am yeah. like wow like, the monster designs are really cool but it also has really good interesting characters you got me yeah. hooked on that. Did yeah, the character development that goes through Sweet Home is is pretty good. What was uh, that that move that monster movie that came out just like a year ago? Oh man, the directors they were they did a short on VHS or ABC's <coughs> or one of those. But it was like a he's like a superhero, but he's not really a superhero. But this little girl like finds like a I'm gonna butcher this finds like basically a, like a little space rock. Like, think of, like, the thing yeah, when, yeah. like, it's just, like, she, she finds basically something, like, an am, it looks like an amulet or something, a gemstone that she, whoever is in possession of this, we'll just call it amulet for now, It she's in control of this monster. And this monster is, like, freaking, like, uh, uh, what am I thinking of? Toxic Avenger, hideous. Yeah, like, yeah. he's got a... Uh, Clive Barker, I could go all over the place with this, like Cronenberg. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's just got like a hideous form, but he can't do anything because she's controlling. She has control of him, so she tells him to do whatever. But there's all these other. I don't remember the name of that fucking movie, but, anyways, it's like, it's really crazy. Like, you got all these, like, monsters that are just like, you know, you could tell it's all practical effects stuff. And also it reminded me of like remember the power rangers like villains yeah, like yeah. it had that aesthetic but like they were <laughs> but these things will fuck you up so like almost kaiju almost yes yeah it is very very close to kaiju but they're not like giant like right. you know godzilla monsters if they were that would be fucking great too but no that oh my god what is this it's gonna drive me nuts if i think of it i'll shoot you a text or yeah, yeah. i'll let you know because you gotta, you gotta check it out it's 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 honestly just Bizarre, oh, you know, but I gotta remember that. What's it called again? Sweet, sweet home, sweet home. I'll find it. Okay, I, I just love all of the, the anything that has to deal with monsters, especially when it's like so really it's done. Like, I love practical effects, but it could be you know animatronic. And uh, a this is done pretty well, C I have to say, there's a little a lot bit of, of CGI. Not there's a lot, a lot of, of there's a lot of money invested in this, I, in, this <laughs> in this series. And the funny thing is, it takes place pretty much in an apartment building. Yeah. That's it. And, and the it, whole season, mm. I think, is what? Just a 24 to 48 hour time period? Yeah. I have... Yeah, it's good, man. I'm not even close to it. This is like a project that probably won't happen for another 10, I don't know how many years. But when I get there, that's like when I'm like, if I get to the point where I can get a real budget for a film, I want to make a monster movie. Which is like basically a love letter to like we talk about little monsters meets like it's all over the place, man. It's got like a lot of everything I love. Kick ass. You yeah. know, it's got a lot of stuff. There's these vigilantes, there's monster slayers. Um, the the vigilantes, uh, they just they're just doing their job. They they then they come across these monsters, but then you got these like badass monster slayers that have been doing it forever and there's a pothead stoner who basically befriends one of the monsters. That's the little monsters, Kevin Smith theme. Yeah, but, yeah. like, I want to do that so bad because it would just be, like, my love letter to, like, 80s monster movies, like, or just monster movies in general. 
but right. mixed with that like stoner comedy. Yeah, like, yeah, dude, no, bro, we gotta play GTA. <laughs> you know, like we don't gotta. Who cares about what happens to the planet? <laughs> you know. But yeah, that's I could go on several rants about all of that stuff, but but I don't know. I guess we're getting we're getting down. Yeah, it's time to wrap it up. Yeah, we're getting. They, I told yeah. you I'd go on rants. Sorry, well, sorry. Guys. It's beautiful. You don't know yeah. where. It's been wonderful having you again. Awesome. Uh, where can we find your shit? Tell people where yep. they can find your stuff at, man. Yep. Right now, uh, you can find all of our stuff at Just Buried Entertainment, Facebook. Um, we're on YouTube. You can go type in the same thing. Uh, we have. I do use uh, Instagram, the IG Instagram, but that's under my whatever stage name killer wolfson uh but most of all of our stuff right now i'm working on building a website it's just taking me a little bit longer and i'm trying to save up money for other stuff but anytime you want to find anything out of anything about just buried entertainment we're on facebook i always update the page um and youtube like i was saying i put all of my all of our short films if you want to check out any of our work all of our films are on the YouTube channel, Just Buried Entertainment. And we have, uh, right now, like I mentioned earlier, uh, a big cartel website. It's just type in Just Buried. Uh, I think it's just called Just Buried Crypt uh, Store. Uh, and you could buy the comic book I mentioned earlier. You could buy the, it's, you guys at home can't see it, obviously, but we we're talking about my collection of uh, my early short films. Uh, you can buy a DVD of that, and you'll be soon, in the next hopefully couple months, you can buy the Batshit Blu-ray, Batshit DVD, um, and I will have a website, hopefully, too, in the next couple months. So, But, yeah, that's my, as far as anything Just Buried, just for now, I'll just say go on Facebook and... Um, Search Just Buried Entertainment. Yeah, just type in Just Buried. Awesome. Cool. And rant. <laughs> well, remember there are a number of different ways. If you so, first off, we encourage you if you enjoy fun horror, good horror, batshit crazy horror, search just buried entertainment. Um, if you want to reach out and let us know what you think, uh, you can send us an email, and that email address is pittsburghnerd at yahoo.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. Just search Pittsburgh Nerd. We're very easy to find. We are a member of a number of podcasting networks. You can find us on the Tangent Bound Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, and the Pod Breed Network. We want to thank, once again, the uh, proprietors here at Nerd Corner for allowing us to come in and take over the store and, and let us do our hijinks and or shenanigans. Uh, we greatly appreciate that and hope you'll come down to the Nerd Corner and uh, give them some commerce. That would be awesome. And uh, we want to thank you for checking us out each and every week. We can't thank you enough and uh, appreciate your support. And so on that note, the dreamer has awakened. Peace. <laughs>